If you're a guest, please raise your hand. Who's a guest here? <laughs> What's your name again? You're the cats from Lakewood. Lakewood. Listen, you the ask the guy next to you where he's from. I don't want him to talk out loud. Okay, yeah, we met already. Fine. So this is uh this gave me. Like those, uh, you know, when you meet somebody, all Stefanskis are related. So here's a table of the young Stefanski generation. Says, incredible. Just got home from my granddaughter, Hindi Stefanski's wedding. Took this clip of the table. Young Stefanski, Stefanski, Sheer. Mati Lizer. So here they are. Three, go ahead. So it gives, to me at least, it gives me a special warm feeling you know when you see you meet I, i've never seen these kids before in my life but they're my mishpacha they're from me and then shabbos it hit me like one of the aliyahs that was hamishi banim atim lashem when everybody we're all one mishpacha so when you have that feeling you have to know that feeling you have to use to every single yid that's the like the the trick of of the reshiv of waterberry rabbi kalish you know the Bokram feel it, you know. Okay, fine. This is uh, somebody sent this in. Make America again in eight minutes. <laughs> now I uh, I just came, just uh, got out, just came back from Yerushalayim. I was at my daughter's house, Ramadishkol. Of course, I'm going to say the wrong name because that's how I am. As I get out of my car, I'm with my suitcase. A guy screams out of the window, and here it is. You ready? But put it loud because it's hard to hear. I thought it was cool. Also, I'll tell you real quickly. This is what a, a, an original Yerushalmi building looks like. And then they, they did something called Tami. Tami, what is it? Tama 38, whatever. And they took all these buildings and they added two floors and, and redid the exterior. The government gives them all these incentives. So you'll see both buildings. Fine, here it is. You ready? This is my welcome to Ramat Shlomo. Ramat Shkol. I didn't know it was, but it's Tully. I, I don't remember his last name. I'm very, very bad with names. With Tully, we had a, we had bring together. This is, um, what's his first name? Arbiter. What's his, anybody know his name? Michal, Michal. His name is Michal. He does a lot of chesed. He owns this plane. And it, you can see it's, it has a retractable gear. The, the wheels go in. You can tell from the front. And he uses the plane to take uh, kids and, and, and sick people. He sits here a lot in Shir. He comes, but he, I guess he, he lives there as well. Here he is. I just flew Chaim Eliyahu into Boston to see his doctor. He has a message for the island. Good morning, Rabbi Zayat. Good. 
should have a refuah This is our own Benny learning on vacation. Benny, what did you tell me? I don't know if you're allowed to repeat this. What did you tell me about learning? Do you want me to say it? He said the, the best part of his vacation was learning the daf before his family got up and started making mishuga, <laughs> sitting there by himself, learning. It's so true. It's so true. It's, okay, that's what he told me. It wasn't lying. This was on the Lakewood Scoop. Somebody's learning the daf over the Grand Canyon. There's another uh, status. This is MKY, Mikam Yisrael. They do great stuff. Like They show all this. Mikam Yisrael, here it is. Between the chup and the first dance, singer Shmaya Fisher plugs into the song of creation. Here he is learning the daf. I also heard that uh, Daskal does the daf, and he was also on this. I, if anybody has that picture, send it to me. I'll, I'll show it also. Shlomi Daskal learning the daf by the chod, you know, in between. All right, Rabbi Sai. Today, this month's sponsor for the koilal is Mr. Anonymous from Lakewood. Bischos, Lischos, all the new people that joined. The second sponsor of the koilal, $10,000 each. By Avi and Rachel Kamiansky, Rachel's Dr. Epstein's daughter, in memory of Rachel's mother, Reza Gittel Basas. The reader should be Melitza Yosher on behalf of us and our children. This Mesech, the sponsor of Lili Nishmas, Yosibar, Ben Mashaaron, and Lili Nishmas, Moshe Lazar, Ben Nata Shalom, and for that Slokha, Bechon Yon, for my children, by Molandi. The second sponsor of the Mesech, the Jepraz, and Schus, my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Sarachana Refua Shleima by Benji and the Israel family memory of Arzeda, Moshe Menorah, and three cousins, Sarah Klein, Ricky and Rachel Menorah, and the 12th the other side, and the Shomans should all have an aliyah. By Dr. Avram Epstein, in memory of my precious Southern Belle, wife, mother, and grandmother, Rita Gay Epstein. Parents of number three, Michael Bemela, Mati Pearl, and our one and only Aaron Hirsch sitting right next to me with his son. What's his son's name again? Biyamin. To be Zoycha, to make it to Umar Rosh Hashanah this year, he tells me you, take, you have to go a week and a half before Rosh Hashanah. It used to be leaving your family for Rosh Hashanah, now it's like a week and a half, and just because oh, it's going to be like a year. You leave your Rosh Hashanah. What? A month? A month plan. I'm not going to say Omen to that. I don't know. I'm sorry. Leaving Rosh Hashanah like that, not. But you could do it, everyone. As long as we make a sponsorship on it, we're good. This fourth part sponsor of the Chaydesh, Lidish Mazachario Ben Moshe. What happened? People are going to stay here only for one week. Yeah, you don't need to be there for a week and a half. Tell the wives you need to be for a week and a half. Ah. Vinny Tao, Staten Island 81, Mazel to my son-in-law, Shimmy White, Staten Island 41, who joined Subas. And he should have a mazel tov because he had a baby girl. Hatzloch and Parnasa, Yishuv Adas, and all brachas for Elul and into the new year. Amen. A voice I here we go. So we're holding like six lines from the bottom of the Nun Aleph Omid Beis. Only 70 days left to, to this amazing Mesechtas Ksubas. 70 days left. Tonarabon. Shvuyim Alchos, Hareyim Kishvuyim. If a woman is abducted by the king. So she's mutter to her husband like a regular captive. If she was kidnapped by Elistim, by the robbers, they are also, we have to be choshesh that perhaps she had some rotten in there. Says the Gemara of Asanya Ibcha, but we learned the opposite. Says the Gemara, Ha Ben 
There's a difference between a huge king like Achashverosh that she understands she has practically zero chance of being the queen. She knows she's being used. She's going to be tossed away. So for that, she's not going to be berotted. But if it's a smaller king like Benetzer, who the, the Gemara tells us he destroyed Narda, Shmuel had to run away and go to, to Pumpadisa. He was, he was a, small, a small time king. So she thinks to herself, maybe I'll be queen. With that thought in the back of her mind, maybe there's a rutzen over there. Maybe she, was, she had some willingness and that makes her also to her husband. Listius, Listius, Likash, and you're asking me about robbers. Hobbe Benetzer. Now the first question that jumps to mind is we just called Benetzer a king. And now we're calling him a listim. Okay. Says Gemara, there's a difference between different listim. Hobbe listim da alma. Now you have a big time robber like Benetzer. She'll be with him. She'll do Beratzen. But a small guy on the road, there's no way in the world she'll want to be his wife. As the Gemara Benetzer, Hosan Karlei Melech, Vachakarlei Listim, what's going on here? Is he Listim or a king? In Gabe Achashveroj, when you compare him to Achashveroj Listim, who is like a small time operator. Gabe Listim to Alma, but you want to compare him to, to a, a highway robber? He's big time. He has massive. Is this your last day here? I didn't, I didn't read your email. When, when's your last day? Another week. Okay, fine. We'll have to read it then. Remind me, maybe send it to me again so I don't forget. Okay. Rabbi Razin comes in, it's a big, big thing. Comes in every day. We, we take it for granted. He comes in every single day from Yerushalayim. Drives in two buses to get here. And uh, he has a new job. Should be Matzliach. But we'll talk about it a different time because he still has a week with us. Okay. Now we have a, a little bit of a sugi here for most of the Ahmed. So take a look over here for just for a second, because these are this is the lashon that we have in our Mishnah. The, the Mishnah tells us that if a Yisrael gets married, he writes in his ksuba that if she's captured, into, I'll return you as a wife, because he's a Yisrael. Even if something happened to her, Shleiberatzin, he's allowed to return her as a wife. Kain, on the other hand, if his wife was abducted and she was nanas, he can't, he can't return her. So what does he write in the Ksuba? I will drive you, take you, put you in a taxi. I'll pay for your ride home. If I have to put you on a flight, I'll fly you back to your father's house. So we, very interesting. Is this literal? I'm going to drive you back. In other words, not so much the driving part. But is the Ksuba saying the same thing and it's just a different Lashem for a Kayan? What's the Nafkimino? So, we're going to see that Abayi takes it literally. That what? Says the Gemara. When a Kayin Gadol gets married Be'isr, or a Kayin Hedya gets married Be'isr, to a Grusha, same thing. This is a very interesting Shiloh. What would you say? I'm sure you'd probably be mechulik on him. Why? What if a Yisrael gets married to Mamzeris? Gets married to Mamzeris. He can't say what Yisrael writes in the Ksuba, is not applicable. So he was never mishabed himself. You can't, you can't obligate. Okay, Who said that? Okay. 
You can't obligate yourself to something that's usher. So, so too, a kain gadol getting married to Almana or a kain hadi getting married to Grusha, you can't obligate him. You can't say, I am going to, well, he certainly can't say, I can't return you as a wife. So, what's going on here? Says Abayano, even though it's awesome to marry this woman, she's an Almana. Nevertheless, Chayiv Daisa. Now, what's interesting is that if he does marry this Almana, so, so too if Yisrael marries the Mamzeres, they write a Ksuba. There is a Ksuba, <laughs> but it's Aser. Write a Ksuba, that's a Sugi that we had already. Write a Ksuba. You don't get Mizaynas, you don't get Rufua, you don't get it. But you get the Ksuba, the 200 or 100, whatever it is. Look what it says. It, 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 I'm going to take these words literally. It says, I'm going to return you in a car to your father's house. Could he do that? Yes. He's a Kayan. He has a driver's license. He could drive his wife back. Could he do what Yisrael says? Absolutely not. He can't return her as a wife. But if you want to nitpick, so to speak, if you want to be literal, in the Ksuba, it doesn't say anything about being a wife. It says, I'm going to drive you back to your father's house. I'm going to return you to your father's house. And he could do that. He'd accommodate her by taking her home. So then if that's the case, so he's mukhuyiv to redeem her. He's, he's mukhuyiv to pay ransom because it says, I am going to pay ransom and drive you home. Not drive, whatever. So he could be mekayimda. Let him be mekayimda. What does Rava argue? He says, no, it's not literal. I'll take you back. Yeah, of course, anybody could drive anybody home. But it's also, just like Yisrael cannot take his wife back, so a kain can't take her back. But it says it a different lashon. Don't, don't take these words literally. If you could drive her home, if you could return her to the father, so yimchuyiv to, to redeem her. Not true. She's an usher wife. A usher wife is no different than a mamzeres. Just like if somebody marries a mamzeres, he doesn't have to redeem her. So if a kain marries an almana, he doesn't have to redeem her. What's the difference? So what if he could, he could, Fulfill those words, Adrina Glumidas. That's the Machlaikis here. Very interesting Machlaikis. He must redeem her. Why? Since he could fulfill those two words, I will return you to your country, you have to, re- you have to redeem her. Whoever. Anybody marrying a mamzeris, which the Torah tells us, it's to marry her. But if you do, there's a ksuba. You don't have to redeem her. Why? Because I can't fulfill the words that it says in a ksuba of Yisrael. And after I redeem you, I'm going to return you to my house and you're going to be my wife. She's not allowed to be your wife. She's a mamzeris. So since I can't fulfill those words, Everybody agrees, Rava, Abai, everybody agrees that Imam Zeres, you don't have to, you don't have to redeem. Machlaikis is by a kind Gadol and an Almana. A Grusha to Kainad. Rava, Omar, no. Kol If it's because of her captivity and that she became also, then you're Machoyev. In other words, if he's a regular Kayan and Nebuchadnezzar's wife got captured and they violated her, so it's because of the captivity 
So then he has to redeem her. But if he was over at Isser when he got married to her, because she's an almana to Kohen Gadol, it's the same exact halacha as Rava as Mamzeres. What is the difference as Rava? If you marry a Mamzeres and you don't have to redeem her, or if a Kohen marries a, a, a Grusha, you should also not have to redeem her. So Zimor Leim Kitanoi. Did a quick uh, chart here, not that it's... Again, so the chart is like this. According to everybody, if Yisrael marries a Mamzeres, you don't have to redeem her because he was never mishabed himself. He didn't obligate himself to such a thing. There's no such tsuba. We have a machleik, it's Abayin Rava. According to Abaya, you have to redeem. According to Rava, you don't have to redeem. She's like a Mamzeres. So now we're going to have another machleik. Somebody, this is also a very interesting case. It's a guy gets married legally, he has a normal wife, he's Israel, whatever he is. Kai marries a woman, mutter. But then all of a sudden, he makes a nether against her. He says, I'll never benefit from you. So the Isser for him to be with her occurred in the middle of their marriage, not before they get married. So is that similar to this case or not? Says Gemara, Lukhar, we have similar machlaikis. That what? First, he said, I'm never going to have anything to do with you. He got mad at her, made a shavu, made a nether. And then she got captured. Mamish, this lucky day, he was so happy. This woman that he hates, and he made a shavu against her, a nether against her, she was captured. Keep her, he tells them. Well, I don't want her. Rebbe says, no, he's mukhayif to give her a ksuba and redeem her. Of course, he has to give her a ksuba. He doesn't have to redeem her. Why? Because he was already also to her. And if he's also to her, he cannot fulfill. We'll see in a second. Says the Gemara. Now, depends. Oh, sorry. Omer Ibn Asim. Shalti is sumchus. I asked the question in this case. Where Rabbi Shua said, give her a ksuba, you don't have to redeem her. What is the case? Did he say, I have nothing to do with you, and then she became captive? Or she became captive. And the guy, maybe, we'll see in a second, maybe he made a nether, he's never going to have anything to do with her, because he, wanted, he didn't want to pay the ransom. It's heavy, it's heavy money. You know how much people pay for ransom now? I just looked it up. Al-Qaeda... They got a million dollars per Canadian. And they got, I think, $7 million for a French guy. And $17 million from, I forgot what country it was. For one person. So anyways, the minimum was a million dollars. So the guy says, look, why should I pay a million dollars to redeem my wife? Whatever it is, $100,000. I'm muda enough from you. I have nothing to do with you. No, I, can't, I have nothing to do with you. I can't fulfill my obligation of taking you back to my house. So I'm done. Says Gemara, Vomar Li, so Sumcha says, very poshant, I never heard from a Rabbeim the halacha. However, if you want to use logic, What's going on here is that first he made the nether, then she became captive. Why? If it happened in the reverse. The first she became captive, and then in order to get out of the ransom, he made a nether. Everybody who doesn't want to redeem his wife is just going to make a nether and they say, Oh, you're potter. Oh, you can't take her back because you made a nether, so you don't have to. Okay. Says the Gemara. 
My love, the mother ishes kain Now, the one who says that you could, that you mechuyev to redeem her, what is he thinking? Says Rashi. Obviously, it's not a Yisrael. Because if it's a Yisrael, you can't take her back to your house. So nobody could hold that he's mechuyev to redeem her. So it must be a kayan. And a kayan, you don't have to take her back to your house. All you have to do is hire a taxi and send her home. That you could do with a kayan. You could, and that's gufa, maybe the machlaikis we just had between Abai and Rabba. Is it literal? Put her in a taxi, you could do that, and maybe you have to redeem her? Or no, it's not literal. Since, just if, if you flip this case, it's not a kayan, it's a Yisrael. That case would be also for the Yisrael to redeem her, or to, to take her back home, and maybe he's from redeeming. So use that same case and say by a kayan also. Just because he's able to put her in a taxi, doesn't make him chayiv to redeem her. Says the other man, My love, You see, Abaya in this chart will say, You have to redeem her, and you get you give her super redeemer. And Rava holds, you don't have to redeem her. No, that's not the machalis ben Mudana. What happened is, how am I skin on? What happened was, we're talking about even uh, a woman married to Yisrael, and she made the nether, not the husband. She made the nether. But if she's married, the husband has to say, I'm okay with the nether. So another Gishmaka, Lamda Shashayla. When a woman who's married makes a nether, and her husband hears the nether, he says, okay, great, you don't want to have anything to do with me? Mask him, great. Now, whose fault is it? Who started, you know, two kids fighting? She made the nether, is it her? Or is it him who said, I'm okay with the nether? Whose fault is it? Machloikis. He took her finger and put it in her mouth. So he's the one doing it. Because if he would have said, no, I'm not makabal your nether, there wouldn't be any problem here. But because he said, I'm okay with the nether, then everything is on him. He took her finger, made her bite her own finger. I just, I, whatever, I saw a guy, a cartoonist, I didn't want to put a woman in this, it's no shakes to anything. He took his finger and bit his own finger because it's all on him. He, he's responsible here. When it comes to the darim between him, his wife, he's the one that's responsible. So if he gave her a shos, then it's his nether. His nether, he should redeem it's his problem, let her redeem her. If she makes a nether and it's her problem, then she doesn't have to redeem her. Says, if it's all her fault, then why did she get a Now, going back to this question that we had a second ago. This question that we just had. What happened? When did he make a nether against her? After she was captive or before, and he said, I don't know. And he said, what did he say? He said, it must be, if, and it must be that he made the nether beforehand, because if he made the nether afterwards, every husband in the world that doesn't want to redeem his wife will make a nether afterwards. Ha-Rama. But that's only when he makes the nether. But when she makes a nether, there's no Ha-Rama when she makes a nether. She, what does she want to do? She doesn't want her husband to redeem her. She's going to make another afterwards. It doesn't make sense. There's no before and after by a woman. The before and after is only by a man 
Once he hears that his wife is captured and he doesn't want to redeem her for a million dollars, he says, I'm done with you. He makes a nether against her. But if you're telling me the Bshad and the Gemara is that she made the nether, so what is Simchus talking about? Then Simchus doesn't make any sense. So obviously he can't be the answer in the Gemara. Okay, let's go back. Says the Gemara, he made the nether. And again, once again, it's a gift shmakis sogia, but just in case he starts facing out, in five lines, new sogia, starting something else. Arav is going to argue on this. But he says, everybody holds. And when it comes to Amman al-Kain Gadol, everybody holds. You have to redeem her. Why? Because it can be Mikayim, what it says in the Ksuba, and that is, I will return you to your father's house. You can do that, even though she is a, he's a Kain Gadol and she's an Amman. Mamzer is an instant historical Amman al-Kain Gadol. When it comes to someone that married a Mamza, we said, you don't have to redeem her. Why? He's never mishabed himself. It never was chal. So, no redemption. Now, Madurish is Koyen. He tells his wife, the Koyen, tells his wife, I'll have nothing to do with you. Happened. Why? Because he could still be Mekayim, the Ksuba, I will return you to your father's house, even though he's with her and love from her. The whole Machlaikis is in Yisrael. Because over there he cannot complete the, the Ksuba, which says, I will return you as a wife. He can never return as a wife. Why? Because he's mudar enough from her. He said I'll, he'll never have anything to do with her. So, Rebbe Lezah also bustled me. Kara, Rebbe Yeshua also bustled Beautiful Machlaikis. Do we go? Their beginning of the marriage, they were together. When they wrote the Ksuba, he could return her as a wife. So, Memeila, he's obligated to always redeem her, even though later on in life, he made a nether that he's not, he's not going to have anything to do with her. Or no, we go at the time of when he has to redeem her. And at the time that when he has to redeem her, it's too late. He can never bring her as a wife. So Meila, he doesn't have to redeem her then. Or no, we go by the day of the chasana. The day of the chasana, he could bring her as a wife. So even though 20 years later she got captured, and at that point he cannot bring her back as a wife, it's too late when he wrote the Ksuba, it was okay. Rav and Rav argues, he puts Amon and Kain Gadol in the same category as a Mamzeres. Just like a Mamzeres is also like a married to Amon can not marry Kain Gadol. And therefore, when it's in Yisrael, and he's not Meshavit himself for that. And, and the Machlaikis is, it doesn't matter if it's the wife of a Kain or wife of Yisrael. The same as far as we said before. Nishbas chayv levdaisa. New sugi rabbi Isai, wake up. Nishbas chayv levdaisa. Turn around. Nishbas chayv balo. If she was captured when her husband was alive, vachkach meis balo. Before he had a chance to redeem her, the husband died. Also gishmakishayil. Is he chayv or not? At the time of redemption, he wasn't alive. At the time that she got captured, he was alive. At that point, when he got, she got captured, he was chayev to redeem her. Hikr Babalo. I have a problem with this. I didn't see anybody talking about it. If anybody has a shot in it, let me know. These words, Hikr Babalo. If his, her husband recognized, knew about the fact that she was captured, I just want to know what does that have to do with him knowing about it. Doesn't have to do with the time that she got captured. Was it, who cares about his idea? 
It's not like a, a chatos or something. Okay, maybe that's what it means. I don't know. Hikir bob baila. When the husband... Fi- what? Why? It's a fact. The fact is, it says in Suba, if she gets captured, you have to redeem her. Who cares about you knowing about it? What do you mean? It's a, it's a, you have, you have a chiv to, to feed your wife, Ms. Zainas. You have to know that she's hungry. If she's hungry, she, you have to feed her. Now, you don't have to know. I don't know. Okay, fine. What? Why does it start then? I'm asking, why does it start when he knows about it? Who cares when he knows? Who cares about him when he knows? Why does it become a chiv when he knows about it? I want to know. That's all I want to know. Why? It's a fact. You chayiv. If, if I break your window, when am I chayiv? When you find out I broke your window or when I broke the window? No, you don't know. You don't know. You're in a different country. I'm not chayiv for the window because you don't know about it. You have a chayiv. When the chayiv is chal. What, what, what do you mean when? You need to know about something for the chayiv to be chal. I don't know. Never heard of such a thing. I, I hope that's not the pshat. I, there must be a better pshat. Okay. It's a klutz kash. I know it's a klutz kash because nobody talks about it. I looked everywhere and I couldn't find anything. What? I know and I want to know why. So Levi said, let's do it just like we just learned that Yechayev, if she was captured when the husband was alive and then the husband died, the Yerushim have to redeem her. What? Look, let's see what Rav says. This is what my uncle, Chavivi, that's what he used to call him, my beloved. In Hebrew they say Chabibi. Is it a nice thing to call Rebchia Chabibi? There's a, I'm not joking, there's a need about it. Okay? There's a... What? There was a chashim. I was once a kid in Cheder, the Rebbe gave him a smack, talking about patch. Smack. I'll say, I, I need a, before, nobody even asked me, nobody wrote any emails, I don't know why. The guys were sure not bother to write any hate emails, but I just want to say, even though that school in Missouri said that they want to hit the kids and every parent signs up, I would not personally sign up. I don't want somebody else touching my kid. I'm just saying, I need a, and I don't know that I'm pro. I just said, we have to open up our minds a little bit, expand, maybe, what every, if every single psychologist says it, and every single rough says it, maybe they're all wrong. I don't know. Okay, fine. Zog <laughs> <laughs> Gemara. What? No. I, I want to I be right. I don't know what the right thing is. If these guys saw something in it, they said maybe. Huh? Uh, duh. <laughs> Especially the troublemakers are not excited, but okay, that's how it is. The parents want good kids. It's not excited. What, they're excited to hit their kid. Everybody wants kids that are nice, well-behaved kids. They do the right thing. And sometimes, I don't know, whatever. Fine. So anyway, so, oh, so this Rebbe, this Rebbe and Chay, this, this Rebbe and Chay this smacked the kid. The kid comes home. My Rebbe beat me up. Why? So I said, the Rebbe is Meshuggah. I, I said, no. I wrote, he says, I call him Meshuggah. He says, yeah, of course, you don't say Meshuggah to the Rebbe. He says, the Rebbe is a Meshuggah. You have to know how to say it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so there he said, Chavivi. Okay, not. Chavivi. Lay silk is a kaamas nisa. 
you don't, we don't pass him like that. Oh, so you see over here, the Chari is going on the first part. We said that the Yisoyim Rechayv to be Poydor, if he knew about it, you don't have to be Poydor. Even though she was captured when her husband was alive, and then her husband died before he had a chance to redeem her, very interesting. Because of this lashon that we learned in the in the in the in the ksuba, it says After I redeem you, you're going to be my wife. But he's dead already. She can't be his wife anymore. So Mela, you potter. It's interesting lashon. Up until ten times her her value, she's worth a million. They asked for ten million dollars. So remember this for a second, just for Ahmed Bez, as we flip the page. It says over here that you have to redeem your wife ten times the amount that she's worth even. But if she was captured for a second time, they saw his guns fine. They made a lot of money on her, ten million dollars. Now they come to capture her again. We're talking about if you want if you want to redeem her, yes. You don't want to let her be there, keep her. Same thing, maybe. Hello, Yitzhahara. If you fall once, okay, new. But to fall for the same Avera, you already know, you already have experience that you're going to fall. Second time already, I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. Major line here. It says, you don't redeem the Shvuyim more than their value because of Tikkun HaOlam. You have to be concerned about other people. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. First of all, Taisus HaNomad Aleph, the middle Taisus over here, Vahayim of Action, says, that Tikkun HaOlam doesn't apply to oneself. If a guy is a multimillionaire and they're asking for 10, 15 million dollars and he has the money, he's, he's allowed to redeem himself. You don't have the Tikkun HaOlam on that. And his wife is included in that. That's why we learn that 10 times her value is, is okay. She's Ishta Kigufoy. But a daughter is not Kigufoy. And it's very hard to hear and understand. But if a person has, he's, a, he's Bill Gates. And his daughter is captured. And they're asking for 10 million dollars, which is equal to one dollar for us. He's not allowed to, because he has to be concerned about the other people. First thing that came to my mind was in this neighborhood, and all, a lot of neighborhoods, you have these cleaning ladies, and they ask for 40 shekel. But some people, they really did that for cleaning ladies. They don't have, they have a, a shortage. So what is it? They give them 60 shekel. And it ruins it for everybody. It's the same kind of idea of taking oil. You have to be concerned. I know you want one, but by you raising the price, you're ruining it for everybody. But more to get to this, what about Shalit, what was his name? Yilad Shalit. So Rabbi Vadi Yosef Paskin, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to give back a thousand terrorists for one Jew. That's what he said. And at the end, what happened, everybody knows that they came out and they killed people, the whole stuff. But that, that's the idea. Maram Rottenberg told people not to give the ransom that they asked for him, and he ended up dying in jail after 10 years. So... This is a big, this is a big line. It's, it's hard to, to, to America, that's, that's their policy. We don't, we don't, we don't nego- negotiate with, with terrorism, with terrorists. They don't, officially not. This, okay, but 
because of Tikkun Ayelam, because of this idea, you don't know what the next thing is going to be. Fine. Yeah, you know, okay, exactly. Anyways, we just turned to Noon Beis with Beis, sponsored by Moshe Horn. This is the last day? The last day. And you should know, every single sponsor he did, was for other people. Not a single time he said that he's covered. other people covered. Every single time he sponsors for other people that are doing the daf. So, we'll say this Pekavana by Moshe Horn, in honor of Zach, the Rock, Rocklin, and Lenny Lerner, CPA. Second sponsor is the Schuss, being able to support Limit Atayra, and to finish learning Shas, with rebellion, I mean, It encouraged other people. Okay, yeah. I I also think that everybody should sponsor the turning of the daf. It's other people that are learning, a hundred percent, and that's not a soft sale. That's a hard sale. Zog the Gemara. But their value, they're worth $100,000, you pay them. Even though that $100,000 is more than 200 zuz that he wrote in the Ksuba, but we have a question. It says that if they ask 10 times the, the, the Ksuba, how much is 10 times 200? 4,000, okay. So, says the Gemara, what Rashi just explains here, what's his, what's Rav Shem Gamaliel saying? That you only have to redeem her for as much as her Ksuba is worth. Why? Because the Ksuba is 200. In the Ksuba, it says that you have to redeem her. But that's Tuffle, says Rashi. That's secondary to the actual Ksuba. This is the main part. Ksuba, if I divorce my wife, I have to give her 200. And that also includes Mazoinus, this, that, and redeeming. So it can't be, says Rashi, that the redemption costs more than the actual Ksuba. It's a Tuffle to the Ksuba. Okay. So the Gemara. Oh. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, not more than the Ksuba. Or are you saying more? Says Gemara. No, there's two things going on here. You give her the, the less of the two. Either whatever is less, the Ksuba, or whatever she's worth. There are two things going on here. You give Shavius and you give Ksuba, but only the less of whatever it is. If, if the Ksuba is 200 and she's worth 500, you only give her 200. If she's worth 50 and the ksuba is 200, you give her 50. You, you always give her the least amount. <coughs> says the Gemara, so if, It said in the Mishnah that if she got sick, you have to pay for her medical. You have to pay for the widow, the almana, she lost her husband. She gets mezoinus and also medical. You have to pay for her insurance. Harei, I think that's what they're passing today. You have to pay for insurance policy. You have to pay for the Blue Cross, whatever it is. Five, ten thousand dollars a year in America. How much? More? Uh, I'll hook you up after this year. No. It's more than ten thousand dollars a person? Oh, not, not a family. She's an almana. She's a widow. How much do you have to pay for her? Okay. 
whatever, PPO, IPO, Dizachin, there's this roll, 52 bucks for the whole year, whatever it is. Okay. Haray Kimzoinus. Haray Kimzoinus. My wife asked me, should I get this one? I said, well, what's the difference? Get, I don't know, all of them. You get six. All of them is like uh, one day in America. Who cares? Okay, let me show that. How are you But you get exactly. My, last month, not, not a joke. You want an MRI? You wait two months. Hillel, need an MRI? Am I exaggerating when they told you come at three o'clock in the morning three months later? Three, you could come in three months, but three o'clock in the morning. America, that day, hour later, anywhere you want. Down the block, right? Okay, you get what you pay for. But kids, sir. I got two months ago, they. The doctor said I should, uh, I should get this thing that reads my heartbeat. You have to wear it a whole day. A month and a half, you have to wait for it. I said, my heartbeat. What well, was my heart? You wait a month and a half. You'll, you'll, you'll live till then. So then I got it. And then they said, it takes another three weeks for somebody to read it. She, this is with all the best of the best. Okay, fine. I'm not joking. We never read it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Turn around, Bonham. They forgot the battery. Come back in six months. <clears throat> Tanner Rabbanon, I'm not. My, I'll tell you another uh, my serious story. I got what was I going for? Oh yeah, he said I need a, a ultrasound. So I go. I had to wait a month and a half. I go to the ultrasound. I get there. She goes, uh uh-uh, you have to pay your your tourists. You have to pay like 200 shekel before. So I said, I'll I'll pay now. No no no, you have to do it through with this. You just missed your you just missed your appointment. <laughs> So, okay, so make me another appointment, a month and a half. I'm now waiting for my next appointment. But you didn't tell me I have to pay before. Oh, I thought, you know, the tourist has to pay before. Okay. 200, the copay, a little bit of a copay. Come back in a month and a half. I'm not, Beloit Guzman, come back in a month and a half because you just missed your appointment. Yeah, we said this or not? Because Rufua says the Gemara, Harekim Mizoinus, like Rashi mentioned earlier, it's the same thing as Mizoinus, same category. Medical and, and, and food is in the same category. We're talking about if it's medical, you go one time for ultrasound, and it costs 200. Okay, so I know how much it is. Nisrapis, Miksubasa, Shein Lakitzva, Harekim Mizoinus. If it's if it has a kitzvah, you know exactly it's 200, take it out of the But if it's something that, it's like for the rest of her life, she needs medicine and she needs all this, whatever it is, machines for the rest of her life, that's mezoinus, because mezoinus also, you don't know, there's no, there's no end to it. But there's a trick. Guess what the trick is? If somebody needs medical attention and there's no end, we don't know how much it is, it can mean millions. What's the trick? So Zimar tells us a, a good trick. We'll get to that in a second. Bloodletting, in those days they were very busy with their bloodletting all day long. It's very good for your health. So that's part of medical attention and you have to pay for it. But you never know how many you need. How much does a person, how long is she going to live? It could be a year, it could be 500 years. So you have to give, so you have to pay, not from the Ksuba. Says Abba, they were supporting the wife of, a, of their father, not their mother. Their father died and left a wife. Now they had to support her and give her medical attention. 
Now the Sricha were full Kol Yoyma. Now they're sick and tired of her. Go get a job. Also, come to Rabbi Yechanan. So they come to their the the relative Rabbi Yechanan. Omer Lo, he says, I have a great idea. Go to a doctor and say, okay, she's, let's say, on dialysis. You need it all the time. You don't know how long she's going to live. Go to the doctor and say, how much do you want for this woman? Unlimited dialysis for the rest of her life. Two million dollars, three, what do you want? I don't care any amount you want. You tell me the the number, I will pay. So he throws out a number. 2.5 million dollars. Anybody would do it. Doesn't matter. Oh. Now it's It comes out of Yiksuba. Now it's on you. It's a great trick. Oh. Uh, they don't care how much it is, because whatever it is, it's coming right out of her account, not out of their account. It's a great trick to, to mess up the Salmana. What do we just do? We just I don't remember this word. I didn't even look it up. I should have looked it up. is in Hebrew, Orech Din is a lawyer. I just, I was just your lawyer. I just taught you to say something and to do something that's going to mess somebody else up. And it's also, it's in the first parak of Pirkei Avas. You're not allowed to make yourself Orech Din. If you look in the side over here, in the Tais Sarid, he says, Alashin, A lawyer is not a kosher person. They teach people to say bad things, wrong things. There's a lemashal. Uh, they were asking people, how much is two plus two? So the yeshiva bacher says, you know, that was his answer. Yeah, they asked the lawyer, how much is two plus two? He says, how much do you want me to make it? Whenever kids are, a lawyer, his job is to, 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 to maneuver things. So that's awesome. Um, okay, I have a lot of lawyer jokes here, but the time is late. What? They provide the outcome you'd like. They try, but that's that's a little bit of a sir. I, I think I told you this myself. I'll tell you again because for the new guys, when I learned in Passaic, so I went through the Port Authority, and uh, a guy robbed me. You remember this myself? How long ago did I say it? Yes. Was this year before Pesach? No, I remember. It was going yeah. Tell the story. I'll tell the story real quick. Anyways, a, a guy robbed me. I had a big fight with him, and I threw him down the escalator and this, but he was on drugs, and he didn't feel a thing, and he took my money and he ran. So I needed to get revenge. I went every single day to Port Authority until I found him. It took me like a month. I found the guy. Had him arrested. They arrested the whole thing. And then they're going to this, uh, it was like um, a jury. I never heard about it, never saw it before or after, but anyway, it's like 23 people. They, they listen to the story and they pass in Allah on him. I don't know why and where, but that's how it was. And they paid me like five and a half dollars or something for the train and for a sandwich. In those days, you could go for a dollar to the train. There's two ways, so it's two dollars plus 350 for a sandwich. I have this receipt, fine. But the, this, uh, the representative, the uh, attorney, what is the general attorney, what's the, what's the name? Uh, uh, district attorney, district attorney. She takes me to the room, she goes, uh, why were you there? Were you doing drugs? I says, no, I don't know what drugs are. Okay. She says, listen, what was the story? You threw him down the escalator. You can't say that. Do not say you threw him down the escalator. Okay. And then you punch him in the face. I promise. Don't say you punch him in the face. 
But you could say that he punched you in the face. Okay, I'll say that. She told me exactly what to say and what not to say, and that's how it was. I got there, I, I took out everything she told me not to say, and I said, Maisev is stickle, Guzmas and Zachin, it was Givaldi. Okay. The outcome, they put him in jail, and then one day I get a phone call in Pasek, and the, the guy says, Hi, uh, so and so is still in jail. Do you want your $70 back? Like, yeah. Okay, good. And that was it. That was the, that's the last time I heard from them, from the court, from the whole thing. Anyway. Zog the Yamar. What? If he watched the shit, I don't think he would be able to understand the word. Mikara, okay. he's not alive anymore. What's going on? Rabbi Yochan gives him advice. Then he says, What? I'm a lawyer. It's awesome for me. He says, The Gemara, Mikara, Savar, Msochalik, the Salam. They're my relatives. I have to give them good advice. Even though it messes her up, but she's not my wife. In other words, it was mutter for what he did. Give him good advice. The problem is that he's Rabbi Yochan, he's the God of Dark. So other people are going to learn from that and take it to a place where it's not true. So you have to, you have to be careful what, who you're saying it to and how you're saying it. Says the Mishnah. The official Mishnah sponsored by Meshikoim, Vatzlacha, Udimina Torah, and Parnasa. So we're very familiar with this. The male children you have from me, they will inherit the ksuba, the money from the ksuba. So this is called ksuba's bottom dichrin. I just hope everybody remembers it for the rest of their life. All 15,000 of you, ksuba's bottom dichrin. It's a ksuba. In the Ksuba, it talks about the male sons, the Bonim Dichrin, the Scharim, that if, in case he gets remarried to another woman and they have children from the other woman, the, the boys from the other woman don't inherit what the first woman brought into the marriage. We're going to see why. It makes a lot of sense to us. Why should they? But the Gemara explains it. So if he didn't write this in there, Chayev, he's still. It's still, uh, it's an obligation. You don't have to write it. Shoot night best. And the same thing for everything else in the Ksuba. Bon and Nukvin. If you have daughters, they have in Lechim Inoi. You have in Yasmin Bebeisi. Daughters you have from me, they'll sit in our house. And they'll be inspired from my Nechasim. Ad, the Klaqvan, the Guvern, until some man will marry them. Chayov, even if you don't put it in the Ksuba. Shoot night best. Ate Yasmin Bebeisi. You, the Almana, will sit in my house. And the Nechasim. And you'll have Mizayrus, Koyimei, Megar, Munasech. Rashi says the word Megar is Meshech. It's the whole in, in, um, duration, the whole duration of your uh, widowness, Bevesi, Chayev, whatever the word is, widowness. It's from Panovich. Shuot Nai Bezdin. That's Nai Bezdin. So, it happens to be an almana gets mezainas until she demands her ksuba. She doesn't demand her ksuba, there's no mezainas. Or until she gets married. Says the Mishnah, that was their lashon. Now, they imitated the people of Yerushalayim and they wrote the same thing. But the people of Yehuda wrote it differently. They have the right to kick you out by giving you a ksuba. Based on what the Yehuda people wrote, they could give her a ksuba and no more mezayna. 
Rabbi Yochanan says it in the name of Rashbi, Mipnei Ma'it, What's this idea that the sons first get everything in their mother's ksuba, including the 200? So that a person should go ahead and give his daughter nechasim, so people should marry them. Says the Gemara, So here's the Pasuk. If a person doesn't have a son, then only then does a daughter get Yerusha. In other words, a daughter doesn't get Yerusha, typically, if there's a boy. So the Gemara is asking why, and it's an interesting Shiloh, why would you encourage a father to give his estate to his daughter? When the Torah tells you that it should go to the to the son later on, <clears throat> okay, but he's taking away from what the boys deserve. It's like you know, I, I'm sure people say that. Like the, they look at the father, like why are you buying a Lamborghini? You're taking away from my Yerusha. What's wrong with you, Dad? You know what I'm saying? That, that's what's going on there. He's not dead yet. He has the right to do whatever he wants. What are you giving her money? What are you buying her apartment for? You crazy? That's my Yerusha. Don't touch my Yerusha. That's what, that's what the Gemara says here. It's not Yerusha. We're not even talking about Yerusha. He's alive. He's giving you that as a gift. No. Gemara has a problem with it. The Rabbana made a takana for, for a good shidduch. It's wrong. Says the Gemara, it is right. That's also positive. You should take wives to have children. Ubanais. Boys and girls, take girls for your sons, take boys for your daughters. Says Gemara Interesting. In the time of the Gemara, as we learned in the Kedushin, it's the derech of a, of a man to go out and find a wife. No, no Shatchanim. He goes out there, he looks around, and he, he hops a wife. So a father could go out and look around for a good for his, for his son. So that makes sense that he's going and it says, get women for your sons. Fine. But how is he going to find the chassan for his daughter? That's not the derech. You don't look around for a boy. In our days it is the derech, I guess. No, what you should not, don't look around in the street for a chassan. Give her the jewelry. Give her the clothing. That she should be more desirable for Shaduchim. Okay, and then they'll they'll jump on her and they'll they'll marry her. Bad comma. Now it didn't work well. How much you add to her Nadunya, to her package that people should, should want to marry her? 10% of the of the person's assets, he should up to 10% he should give to his daughter. Says Gemara, okay. So you just explained to me why we have this bottom different in the Ksuba. That what? We are concerned. We want the father to be able to give his daughter Nechassim. And if he thinks for a second that some other yukal, some kid that was born to that guy's other wife is going to take all his Nechassim, he'll never give his daughter anything. He doesn't want his, his nursing homes to go to some guy he doesn't know. He wants to go to his daughter and to her kids. So says the Gemara, very good. So anything the Shver gave to the daughter, it should go to her sons only. 
the Balei Leiros. But what about the 200 in the Ksuba? The main part of the Ksuba. Maybe that which is coming from the husband, it's not coming from the father, that the other sons should inherit. The, the, the father of the, of the wife, he's going to say like this. I'm going to give a nursing home and whatever. I'm going to give my daughter a lot of stuff. But whatever her husband gives, that could go to somebody else. It's not fair. So you know what? I'm not going to give my daughter anything. You hear the psychology? And it happens a lot. You, you, you could understand it. It makes zero sense, but that's how people are. You want to give your kid something. You want to give, you want to give a matana to your kid. I'm not going to give my kid anything. You know why? Because the husband is not giving. It's whatever he gives, I'm going to give 50-50. I'll give if you give. He doesn't want to give. He's a bad guy. So that's why your daughter should suffer completely. He shouldn't get anything. That's what it says here. What? Ah, I hear. No, so you're saying that the whole benefit of the nechassim is only for the husband? She gets zero out of it? I hear. I thought it's more of a psychological thing. No, she, she gets, these are nedunya. She comes in with a package. He gets the pay rise, I guess. He's saying, he's saying, I hear. So I don't want to give anything to, if you're not going to give, but, and, and then, so then again, so then why do I care if he gives or doesn't give? She's not going to get from it. But, okay. At the end of the day, if she gets divorced, she gets it. It is for her. All right. It's in the head. A lot of this stuff is in the head. People act interesting for, for interesting reasons. Says Let's see. Let's see what the situation is. If the father of the Kala gives stuff, so then the husband also should, should, it should go and whatever the husband gives should go to the sons as well. But if there's no package coming in from the, from the wife's side, so we don't care about what the husband gave. So it's more like plug. We don't make, we don't start looking at every ksuba, what happened and who gave. If this woman had a son that's bottom different, what if she had a daughter? All she had is a daughter. And there's boys from the other marriage. Nami Terus, the daughter should inherit in this case also for the same svara. The father wouldn't give his daughter any nechassim if he knows it's going to go to the other boys. Let the daughter his own granddaughter inherited. Says Gemara, No, we made it like inheritance, and she doesn't get it. Bas But what if the other wife only has daughters, and his daughter has a daughter? So now in this case, she should inherit. That's already part of Yerusha. Terus. Okay, now we're not going to make chiluki in this type of marriage. They had daughters. They didn't have daughters. All. It doesn't matter who, who has what, the daughter doesn't get anything. Fine. Why did we say, we, we mentioned this a few times, that Ksuba's Barandichin is only from Mishubadim, from Karka, from real estate, not from movable objects. Why not? They said the Barandichin should be the same thing like a regular Ksuba, which is only from real estate. Mimishabdi. So let her go if he sold it. Let her go 
take it out, or let him, let the boys go and, and take it. It's not, not, it's like Yerusha. So if a father sells something before he dies, the kids don't have a, a right to it. They can't say, oh, it was supposed to be our Yerusha. Too bad, he sold it. So too over here. dinar. So this is the final halacha we're learning today. In addition to the two ksubas, right? There's two wives here. The shver gave money to this to, to his daughter. He wants his grandsons to inherit it. And there's another ksuba. And there's sons to the other wife. So each family, the boys take this ksuba. The boys from this wife take this ksuba. But there has to be remaining one dinner in the husband's estate. In addition to the two ksubas. Why? Says the Gemara... Rabbanon don't have the right or they didn't want to just do away with the whole Yerusha completely and say these because really the son should inherit the, 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 wife's, the other wife's ksuba because it's, it goes through the father to them yeah I should, I should have a chart here here it's two wives this wife has kids, and this wife has kids. So they're over here. Are you all safe? Where are you going? You need this. Okay, you'll see later. But anyways. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Very good, very good. <laughs> you have two wives and they have a little kid this one has a little kid so Baram Dichrin says that this little guy inherits his mother's suba and, and whoever this is this is a, it's a boy we need another boy this one inherits this one's suba but Midaraisa you inherit both women this little guy can inherit both okay that's all I want to say <laughs> the rest of this guy inherits both women but we decided that this person's father is not going to give her anything if this person's kids inherit the nursing homes okay but in addition we need a dinner one dinner so that because what we're doing is I'm saying that he gets to inherit her and he gets to inherit her that's against the halacha and the Torah they're doing away with the whole Yerusha so we're saying, no, we're not going to do away with the Yerusha. We're going to take one dinner, one coin, and split it evenly. If there's three boys in this family, they get three parts. One boy in this family, they get one part. And then with that will be Mikhaim, the mitzvah will be Yoytzezayim, the mitzvah of Yerusha. And the rest of the Yerusha will, will cheat a little bit and will give each woman to her, the Yerusha to, of the woman, to their kids. And that's it. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful night, a wonderful week. Agudun Chaydesh! Thank <laughs> you.